What's up, Vibe Tribe, and anybody else who might trip and stumble and fall and find this podcast? Merrick Kaiser, you know, just a guy who went through a spiritual experience and jumped on top of a wave. And yeah, I've just been like, do, 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 trying to ride a spiritual wave to the next chapter of my life. And I believe there's a lot of people riding the same spiritual wave. I think there's a lot of us going through trials and tribulations every day. I think a lot of us go through tests every day. I think we purposely put ourselves through these tests. Like in my reality where I'm really like just, oh, what to do, right? Go outside and serve, pick up trash, you know, just do these things that feel good to clean the earth right now. You know, I understand there's a bunch of people here. I'm one of those beings, right, in this reality. But I am never going to lose focus that there's a planet here. And it needs to be clean. We have to care about it. Because unfortunately, until we care about the planet, it's really meaning that we're not caring about ourselves, right? You know, I look at this this experience and I'm always like, all right, all these rules now. Life didn't have all these rules in the 3D reality. I just went out and I acted like an idiot and things would happen. But don't get me wrong, I don't miss living in that that brain. Ooh, not at all. Scary place. Um, but so many rules, right? Because now we see it all. We're aware. We pay attention. I don't know if everybody's having the experience I am, but paying attention. Whew, boy, right? Pay attention a lot. We pay attention to everything. It's almost like we pay attention to too much in this, in this reality that we're all playing. You know, the term negative vibrations, lower level vibrations. Yeah. You know, I look at these things now. Because once you're very aware, it's almost like you could step into it, look at it, pet it, high five it. And just step all the way back out of it. Just like you were never in there. You know, everything I do, I do is almost a test of self, a test of experience. I keep track to see where, right? Certain things ticked. Certain things went a different way. And I know that this podcast has been about the purpose and the passion and the get to the top. I don't ever forget the feeling I first got. When I learned about the information and I got a feeling of right away, wow, I'm going to save my family. Right. That was always the most important to me was trying to save that dynamic being trapped in a cave that I didn't know existed because of the knowledge that I gained and knew. Right? We went through this a hundred times. I'm not going to keep going back over it, but it's very simple. If we're in realities that we create and we know the information, it's we can just keep ourselves and others locked in aversion. Right? And now, 
this is a tricky part of this. Detaching from that and just almost feeling like you just got to ignore for a while and let people and things just slowly go. Even if in your reality, there's things that might even be off a little bit. It's okay, right? Just go with the flow. (laughs) But I don't want anybody to be afraid of these lower vibrational experiences anymore. I can literally go out anywhere and just sit there and listen and anything can happen. The difference of getting to, I believe, just becoming aware human being is no matter what, when we're out, no matter what people are talking about, no matter what they're saying, like no matter what, it, none of it matters if it's not coming out of your mouth. You're just a part of it. You're listening. You're being entertained. <laughs> it's basically the experiment I've done over the last, you know, I guess week of just going into that surrender, you know, letting the universe guide me, right? And looking at who came in, right? Who came in at the time Mikey came back, you know, Mikey's a kid I've been trying to help for about a year now. He's not any further in his process, so he's not really listening to anything I say. So in my reality, it's it sucks. You know, I find these ways of motivating and like, look, look at what we're doing right here. Like, look, isn't this awesome? And for me, I expect people just to chase after it, right? Open it up for them, show them it. Like, look, 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 this is what we could do. But the problem is a lot of people want us to do the steps for them, right? It's almost like what it comes down to what I'm doing in my reality of people, places, things like, hey, all right, I hear the messages. I'm aligned to everything. And hey, I'm just chilling. When the people, places, things come, we'll go to work. And I'll see that hang up right there. Sometimes I look at my own life like, hmm. Should I be acting more? But see, in my life, in my reality, where I'm at, it seems like a lot of young people, and this is just, hear me out, seems like a lot of young people are drawn to me, number one, for the vibration I always carried with always getting along with young people and being around young people and having fun and just young, right? But it's not just that anymore. It's a version of reality that, sir, I don't know. It's weird. It's like certain people gravitate to the ideology of what I'm doing. And I believe it's because it's the appeal of the idea of, yo, he didn't work hard, like he's been talking about this the whole time. Like this is what he's like. This is how he did this. And you know, me and Mikey had a talk yesterday. I said, not for nothing, man. But you know, I don't want to feel like if you have two parents, you're rocking a brand new iPhone that's like a sixteen hundred dollar phone, right? You know. I don't know what the story truly is and it doesn't matter to me anymore. It's just, I know this much anytime that we try to help people, it puts us out there in thought world that it's now it's, you're like, 
almost like purposely throwing wrenches into your game because of your spiritual heart and you're trying to help everybody. So literally that's all I want to do is help Mikey get a place. But Mikey's ideology when he comes around here is like my place is going to become the crash pad. And I love Mikey, but one time he came to work and he didn't leave for two weeks and he didn't shower and he didn't bring clothes. And, you know, I love Mikey, but that's the part that, you know, I had to let Mikey know yesterday, listen, to do things in this reality, unfortunately, if you're not going to unplug and just be surrender spiritual and have things come to you, obviously that's not working, right? If he knows what I know, obviously he's not applying it correctly or there's something missing his belief isn't there and i try to get him to have the beliefs you know he knows how to talk about what i talk about he knows you know enough about being spiritual the problem is that what people don't get it's a discipline really i believe my life went exactly the way it did and everything keeps clicking the way it does because i'm doing these things like trying to help people and understand as people, what's the best way to help other people, right? You know, especially ones who are coming to you that it's not like these are clients, right? These are just people in my experience who've been a part of my life who I care about. And I include y'all in this because it's hard to make these decisions sometimes when you spend a week of your life and you stop and you look at, Where's the focus going? You know, and if it's not going in the right direction, and if the people involved aren't the type of people who are stepping up, look, Ky- Kyron Bate, or what am I saying right now? Um, Byron Katie, Inner Awakening. If, if you listen to that book, you know, you'll hear where she has to let people go in her own job, like her, her, her company. And I have to look at life like that right now. Like I need driven people who care about themselves. And that's what I broke out to Mike yesterday. I said, you have a really broken self-love. Trust me. That's what it is. You don't have enough love for yourself to go to your parents and be like, listen, I've been living on the street for the last freaking year. I'm going to stop kicking and screaming and stomp on my feet. Now I'm going to let you know the truth about my life. And change if that's the truth, right? The problem is, look, when I met Mikey for the first time, I was still off in a different world that isn't the world I'm in now. But the problem is Mikey's world never changed, right? It never changed. My vibration went from the type of people I used to hang out with all the time to now my vibration is more of people who don't have that reality, right? Now, I see a problem in when we do mix that up, right? You have other people around you in your reality. They're more in a physical high vibration reality, right? These are the kids who were raised with love, love, a lot more understanding. They didn't see the crazy crap that a lot of us seen. Their parents were a little bit more aware than ours, right? Kind of like my neighbors around here. You know, they just seen it differently. And there's guys like Mikey. I'm like, dude, you got to go back in your mind. Like, what did you see as a kid? Like, you don't understand. You gave yourself the belief that this is possible for you. That your present condition was possible. And the problem is, if you hang around a skate park enough in Atlanta as a kid, you're going to see a ton of Mikeys. 
And these kids, like, they, they link to the wrong people. Like, don't get me wrong, being spiritual is beautiful. But being homeless, that cannot be fun. I don't care what experience you're in. Whether you're couch crashing or what you're doing. Don't get me wrong, I have bounced around when I was younger. But again, when I did it and I would land up somewhere, I was a yes, yes, what can I do for you person. Always so grateful for help because in my life, I felt like the only time I would get any help is I would really have to be a D-bag and do something stupid and get the attention, right? Remember, for me as a child, I learned to get any attention. I could be bad and get a lot. So for me, in my little peckerhead experience that I created, <laughs> you know, I did those things, right? I did that. And I get it when I meet Mikey's and I see all versions of myself in there. But not that much of a version, right? <clears throat> like I said, he's a, he's a really nice kid. He is. But the problem is when you're playing this game, anybody you let into your life, you're going to start thinking about. And then you start wearing them on you. And then you start almost even, look, when Mikey comes around, I even notice my, my actions and behaviors start to change with, with the way I ride my bicycle, Right? I find myself looking around on the ground more. I didn't give two craps about looking around on the ground, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. In Roswell, there was look around on the ground moments, right, when I was in a full surrender. But aligning myself to other things, right, to uh, create money in a little bit more non-physical way, right, in a way I could just walk outside and do it be a full-time dad all summer. These are still things that I look at as that's not, that's not what we're doing here. <laughs> right. This is, that's, that's cute. That's cute. You know, um, high ego. That's, that's nice to keep us nice and just safely stuck right where we're at. <laughs> I see you. Right. But unfortunately for me, in my experience, I want to prove that, you know, you don't know what you want ever until you let go and let it come to you. I know the things that I find fun right now and interesting. I know the universe knows what I like. You know, and when you listen to enough Neville Goddard and enough Alan Watts and just enough, you know, law of attraction, you hear enough of it. You'll know that you can get your beliefs there that you'll just you'll turn the lights on. Whether whatever you have to go through, scary situations, right? There ain't nothing, nothing scary anymore, right? But always be mindful of your own energy in this situation. If you find yourself doing more for others and it's not balanced, Explain it to them. And throughout the, the excuse, excuse, after the excuse, another excuse, and, you know, after you look at it and go, did I create this as a lesson? What's the lesson? Look, these are all the things I do in my head as I'm conversating with people. And as the information comes back to me, I register it, and I go, okay. And I look at it, and I go, well, all right, this is what you did. This is what they did. 
This is how much effort you put in the experience. This is how much effort they put in the experience. You know, you don't have to do this in your experience. You're doing this to combine experiences and help somebody else. And where's it being taken, right? And then I look at all the chemicals and I go, okay, this is out of balance. This isn't serving. So I can let it know. Right here, this is my reasoning. And look, people, this is how the world can work. If Mikey is a part of the next chapter of experience, then he'll be a young man who knows everything that we just talked about and he'll go out there and make it happen. Right? If he really wants to have a life of service and giving back, look, when you when you decide these things, you know, you have to understand that deciding to be an act of service can be a blessing, but at the same time, if you're not aware of energy, you could be a curse because you can honestly send yourself in just a service hole, right? That's all you're doing is serving. There's no balance. That'll make you feel just in a certain way after a while, you know, I would believe of just, you know, um, you're going to burn yourself out. You're going to burn yourself out. So the reason why I'm looking at my life and even though I go through the surrender processes and I do these things and I go through these cycles and I'm just like, all right, whatever. I've done this before. This too shall pass. No big deal. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. And, you know, we just go through life. But I want everybody just to hear my side and understand that Yes, I want to help everybody, right? But I still get that we cannot help anybody if we don't break through that next, that next barrier. And I believe it's, it's all love. So I always lead it where I'm, I'm willing to give up a week, right? I'm willing to, to see where my thoughts go. I'm willing to see how I start to behave or maybe my actions or maybe everything changes. And literally, like, you can go out there and dance in the 3D, and you can even partake in habits that you looked at once. Like my, I have been like, when I say I was serious about it, like people, when it came down to when I was in Vegas and I went to smoke some weed with that guy, Alex, I met and he had cigarette in it. I literally thought I just pissed away my whole entire spiritual experience just from smoking some cigarettes. And now I can literally pick up a cigarette, smoke as many as I want and put them down. That's that, right? Are there moments that you you still want one like the 3D? Yeah, but that's why I'm testing this stuff. Just go right back into meditation, clear my mind, clear my thoughts, clear out that that vision and just go, dude, you don't need to smoke. Oh, yeah, that's right. And boom, right? We just shut it off. But I believe these are things that we need to learn how to achieve. I look at Martin Luther King and this experience and who he was and you know Martin didn't look around and go I can't be near you you got bad energy you know Martin Luther King just went out there and did it but again I don't want to be a Martin Luther King right I don't care if anybody knows my name I used to just want that legacy of yes I did it I came through the great awakening and I popped a million lives I think that's what we all thought this was when we get into it. Like I said, I was like, wow, my family saved. And really, I thought like, 
this is going to it's going to turn around so fast. I was reading all these great books and not understanding it. That's a deep trap. It's a really, really deep trap. And the more we get caught up chasing things out of the trap, the more trapped I feel like we get. That's why I go and I just say, all right, I'm done. Like, whatever, let's just go. Just go float through life for a while. And let God push me around. And it's funny, though, as soon as I do that, it's like the game gets interesting again. God's like, all right, how about this distraction? You know, I'm meeting some really people. Ah, it's just this part of the, the part of the process. Because the people I meet, they have so much good in them. But yet, for some reason, there's still a hustle in them. And I look at myself in the mirror and go, all right, well, like, and I get why I vibe now. It's, I understand everybody. Like, I understand that level so, so much. I got to sit there in a the bar last night and just watched. It was like the twilight zone. <laughs> Watching three young kids who are 25, it's, I was like, Jesus. Like, this girl walked in and, number one, my law of attraction was on point yesterday. Sitting in Jack's. This guy's like, man, I wish we had a speaker. I'm like, don't worry, there's one coming. He looked at me like, what? I was like, trust me, there's one coming. Just, just, I just had that feeling. Here walks in boy Stacy with the speaker. <laughs> the guy's like, what the? This guy's one of them guys. He's all about, you know, the hoes. You know, black guy, funny. Always talking about chicks. Almost coming off gay, but talking about ass just way too much. Like, God, that's all we want to talk about. Eating this ass, eating that ass. And I was just like, dude, all right, cool. I see the mirror there, but trust me, I'm just... Not into eating ass right now. Um, I want to eat a salad. Oh wait, don't they call that like tossings? Oh, never mind. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm not going to eat anything. <laughs> but anyway, he was a cool guy, and then he starts like with this hot blonde chick, as he called hot, and he's on her Instagram. He's like, yeah, bro, she's always up here. Man, this girl's hot, dude, 25, but she gets people out in the parking lot. She turns into a different person. She drinks every day. I'm like, well, don't worry, dude, she's coming. He's like, what? Man, don't you understand law of attraction? You just put energy into it. She's going to show up here. He's like, whatever. No lie, 30 minutes later, the girl's sitting right next to me. Sure enough, she's exactly who we explained, right? Reality. He explains her. What's it produce, right? His, his production walks in with a flask, 25 years old, blonde chick, and going down a road that you know where it's going. Like, I know that story. I know that vibration. I'm starting to learn that, like, boom. There are the people right there who are prime candidates to change their lives quickly because of other people's stories. And maybe that's what I am. Maybe I'll be the, that, that voice to young America. Look, literally, I did it that way. And that's the experience that you can have if you do it that way. Hey, it doesn't matter. You're going to come out fine. You might be 40 when you come out instead of 25. Right, You could be 40 and look back and go, as long as you're okay with going, yo, I blazed a trail. Look, I believe that's a better life to do and to come out of and to go to the next part to appreciate the next part way more than you ever would have. Because without this lower experience, 
you have no idea what's really going on in that reality. A lot of people are probably better off not knowing what's going on in that damn reality. <laughs> but it's still real and it's still out there. Right? And even though I can peek in at it and look at it now and see the players in it, but they're just players. They're just people. They're pieces. It's a play. Politics is a play. It's a story. All of it. It's just a play. And literally life comes back down to where are you going to apply your focus at? Are you going to give it to Biden and Harris? Right? I'm not. I seen that shit show coming six months ago. I've been telling spiritual people the entire time Trump isn't going to win the next term. <clears throat> and I didn't care why he wasn't winning it. I didn't care how many jobs the man bought. I didn't care shit. I knew this much. I went through a spiritual experience and I didn't pay attention to any of it. And it didn't do a damn thing to my life at all. Except make me happier when I stop paying attention to it. I realize I can't get sick if I ignore sickness. These are big monumental shifts in your reality if you're following this. To realize that all this is just a belief, right? All of it. And I feel like in my reality... Because of where I have been and where my wife was, I feel like just right now, I have to just be in this limbo bridge of reality. And I feel like I'm almost even doing the things I'm doing right now to almost take a little step back and slow myself down. Right? Because in this story, man, I never wanted it to be like, yo, I made a ton of money and everything was changed. That sucks. That's us. I want it to be like, I made a ton of love. And my love changed every friggin' thing. My love changed effing neighborhoods. My love changed businesses. My love changed the way people viewed how life is working on the outside of this friggin' reality. And they all stopped and went, oh my God. We are dirty human beings. What are we doing? <laughs> It's the lack of awareness in our society for the things that we do is, it's amazing. And to be able to look at bugs that land on me now, like ladybugs just come out of nowhere and chill with me for hours upon hours. I'll let them land on me and they'll be on my hand and I'll look down every once in a while and they'll move a little bit. And then sometimes they're just gone. But then 35 minutes later, somebody's like, hey, there's a ladybug on your head. Or, <laughs> yes. It's my friend. You know, I have a lot of bugs that do that now. They just kind of land on you and look at you and go, thank you. You're a good one. You really, really are. But stop paying attention to the body so much. The meat suits are fucking you up. Right? It's almost like I lose focus of the most important thing here. The innocent beings, right? The ones who didn't get put in a program. The ones who were just a part of it. The energy is just a part of it. And the energy that we have to wake up to and look at again and go, oh, I see you. I'm sorry I've been squishing you my whole life. You, you didn't like that, did you? No. As corny as that sounds, it's literally the way our world needs to start looking at things. 
everything is so precious out there. And it just doesn't stop there. It goes to the water. It goes to the, to the mountains. It goes everywhere. And we have a very greedy, self-centered mindset as human beings. And I know that's the reason why in my reality, I was one of them. And I got to, you know, see what's going on out there. Also got to take in books like Conversations of God that tell you there is no bad. Everything's fine. Planet will fix itself in a millisecond. So what's that tell you? It tells me that we're just still fixing us. Deeper, 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 deeper. For me, I believe my biggest shift will come with the first donation, right? To the Free Water Foundation and Beltline Help and doing the things that I'm doing in Atlanta. You know, everybody's so afraid of the law of attraction. And I guess if I was sitting here telling y'all about my, my little gadget ideas and all my, all my little things, that, that might be a bad idea. You know, but when it comes to nonprofits and doing right, there ain't no law of anything stopping that. Remember that. If you're literally in your heart and you want to help people, there's nothing stopping that. I pay attention in my reality closely. And as I cleaned the parking lot yesterday, I found a magnet of, of course, a tree service. Dean. Hit up Dean. Dean, I got a guy named Dan. Tell him the story. Dean. You know what? Send me some of your videos, man. Yeah, we, we, could, we could probably do that for you. And, you know, we need more people making these attempts. In your reality, you know, my reality, I look at all this stuff is, hey, man, God show me I can ignore the shit. Right? I could be like the old me. I ain't got time for that. I got time to help that old man. I ain't got time. You know, I could be like everybody else. In my reality, I'm not. And I don't ever want to be. And that's who's being created over here. This, that's what's happening for me, all I've wanted from day one is just structure in my life and security, passion and purpose and fun and that to be the reality. And I believe what you all got to hear and experience is a human being really ironing all that shit out, right? Every left, every right, every carrot, Every everything, but look at the things that I got to witness and experience because of those carrots I chased. Like when Big Ad TV was a part of the story and I was running around like climbing hills and jumping on Marta and I was really people. Like you have to understand, I was putting my heart and soul into that and nothing transpired out of it, right? It wasn't serving me. I was destroying myself. I was making myself even more tired on the weeks I didn't have my kids. But look what happened. I don't know if anybody remembers the 1250 bucks that, you know, that got my electric bike. That thing has changed my reality for the better. And it made me care about a side of life that nobody is looking at outside. The parks, the recreation. There are kids and parents out there wanting to have a good time every day. 
we're not all like everybody. We're not all stuck in this shit soup that we just want to go buy stuff. Look, I proved that it's not about that crap and you could just burn money and just not care and just don't even look at it again. Just keep going. We, we have these things come into our lives to show us again, like you're putting the emphasis on the wrong thing, right? For me, it was like, oh, I got I to gotta do this podcast so people can hear what happens when you get spiritual and bing, bang, boom, your whole world spins around and bang, you're sitting on a private jet. <laughs> Literally, that would be an amazing experience, right? And it would be an eye-opening for that physical reality out there. And I believe that that's what we're getting to do. And if you stick in your story, you don't, you know, you just, you just go. You don't act a ton. You don't look, I'm still getting to used to the don't talk thing. You know, just listen, just let everybody else talk. I do that a lot. And I hear some really cool, cool stories. Like Tino, man, this guy, like he's almost a mystery. Amazing musician, plays piano, sax, like. Has music out there. Like he's signed by MGM. But in his reality right now. And in my reality. And I'm like alright is that my mirror right now. Right. And this is tricky. You know because he's still hustling. You know, he's slanging this slanging that. He will slang any damn thing. He will take it out of your pocket and slang it. <laughs> Literally. You know I. I still smoke. And. Uh, I don't go crazy like I did before Corona, man, I literally stayed in a spiritual like bubble of just smoke because of everything I was going through in my reality. But, um, you know, now I just keep exotic, just shake flower on me because, you know, I like to play with this stuff and I'm a little scientist and squishing stuff and when you're squishing this stuff, you don't want to pay a lot of money for it. <laughs> but literally, Tino will literally take stuff out of like that out of your pocket and start slanging it. And the next thing you know, you don't even have it anymore. You're like, what the hell just happened to that? And Tino does slung it. <laughs> so I look at these things and I laugh and go, all right, dude, I see you. Like, all right. And I look at myself in the mirror and go, okay, I'll step back. And literally, that's... Now with Tino, like we've talked about a lot of things that we could do together. Beautiful, amazing things that get people healthy. But he's still stuck in a hustle. So how do you yank him out of that hustle, right? Just, you don't talk to people. And you let them, if they need to shift more to get to your reality, to get to your vibration, just let them do what they got to do so they can get there. 817, my birthday. But, you know, that's how I'm playing it. You've gotten here from day one to day now. <laughs> I'm about to drop dumpsters of mulch all over the freaking city and just start doing my own thing without anybody's consent. <laughs> I'm going to go clean up the skate park and get mulch dropped there and start doing things there and make that area nice. And I'm going to start my nonprofit with just nothing. <laughs> just going to go out there and do it and not care what happens next. Just not care. Cause I believe that that's when your magical moment will happen for you. Right? What's my magical moment? 
I just want to be able to get my family and do things as just a group of people, right? Build memories together as a group of people and prove that that is possible in this reality. Because I know it is. Because it's just in us. Singular. In us. You know, I pay really close attention when I hear stories and I hear about, oh yeah, these two married people are making all this money now advising other people how to get over their divorces and get over separations and how they end up back together and all these things. And it makes it clear in your mind of what happens, right? When they say only one person has to do this. And literally, Silva Method, we're, we're the same way. Only one person has to do this. Only one person has to decide to change. The problem in the reality is, right? Just let those people come. Don't even look for them. I'm not looking for them. Now, I heard it very clear in A Course in Miracles as I slept to that book probably every night for 45 days straight. When it comes to helping other people, you'll know if that's your, if that's your calling. You know, you'll know if that's what you're supposed to be doing is helping in this way or that way or this way. It always comes back to we're helping, right? We're always going to be helping. If you're not helping, you're really just, what are you doing here? You know, I think that's a biggie for a lot of people. Like, what are you doing here? I looked at my life and I went, wow, you ain't doing crap. All right, you got the Hendrix account. That's like the big wig tint thing. What now? And I looked at my life and I was just like, ugh. No, I'm not doing this forever. Why didn't I align to being a forest ranger? Sounds so much more fun. And there you go, right? Now, what if I want to be a forest ranger? I could simply align to that and go be a forest ranger. That's where life gets fun. Right now, I am aligned to just chilling as an American man going through a spiritual experience, knowing that any day, any second, any moment, any anything, the miracle of all miracles. You know, what I do to get ready for that next step is I start charting it out now. I knew today I was going to take today a little bit more serious than yesterday and the last six days prior to that. You know, I saw myself getting to play with old energies that I really feel like here, here they are, remember what they look like, remember how to play with them and be able to put them away and then move on, right? Step back into your higher reality of what you're chasing, right? I am literally just over here. There's no chase no more. None. You know, I just felt myself getting back into that chase again very quickly because of the passion of like, oh, I want to give this kid the life that, you know, we all deserve, man. And I don't know what happened to this kid. His story isn't like he had this horrible childhood. His story was his dad made a lot of money, spoiled the shit out of him. But then unfortunately, daddy lost it all. And I believe that's a problem, right? That's when we create kids who have that experience. 
right? One point in time, they were the skate park kid that was a spoiled little rich kid, right? But unfortunately, because they hung out at the skate park so much, and this is the problem with the park, there are a lot of skaters who are out there just letting it go in life. But they're not staying in Atlanta. They're not just sitting here. They're not being homeless. They're passionate about skating. And they're out there getting it because they're passionate and they're going after what they love to do. Right? I think a lot of kids get stuck into thinking that skate life is this laziness of just sitting at a park. No, there are kids at the park who are going to be pro. And I can walk you up to them and show them to you and go, this kid will be pro, right? And this kid will be pro. And literally, as long as I just lock it in right there, I don't want to know their story, right? There you go, bing, bang, boom. As long as they go after the passion, they're good. Now, what can happen at that park, right? If these kids don't have the right parents, the right awareness, right? Maybe they got parents who were stuck in ego money like Mike's Dad obviously had ego money. He had to lose it. He had to go through his process. Look, I can look at everybody's life and, and, and just see it and go, oh, yeah, I see where you probably shifted into a different world and your son kept you locked into that world. And look, I see it all, baby. see it all. But, you know, for me and what this episode was about is clearing my consciousness, right? I always like to do this because I find myself going out of limb on people then I find myself in awkward situations where it's late and they're laying on your floor and you're going, man, you know, I'm going to go to bed, bro. And they're not getting up and you have to say it again. You have to say it again. And then it's like, don't send me out into the wild. See, that thing seems like that that people don't understand. And maybe it's my mirror creating that reality to come back at me for some reason. But I hold people in my thoughts to try to like think I could help them. And just the problem is, is at the same time, wanting them to help their damn selves, like, that's the biggest. Wanting them to be like, all right, well, if you just did all this and you did it out of love, that's the biggest key that everybody's missing. I didn't do this out of anger. I didn't do this out of anything besides I'm in a full surrender as a grown man with babies and with an ex at the time, right? Like everybody knows the story, you know, and where it was all going. And for me personally, I believe that for the steps I went through and the phases I went through and the stages I went through, I feel okay. I really do. I feel like I align to the, to the right things. What the planet will want us to align to. I feel like I, I stuck up and did the right thing to show other people. Like you can't treat people and property this way. And if you do, well, that's the reason why you're dealing with sickness in your own reality of life. Because unfortunately, you don't see that the negative emotions of everybody else, right? It's a problem with the awareness of money. And when you get up that tree and you have things like multi-million dollar properties everywhere and, you know, you're charging the big bucks, but you're letting people live like slums, you know? 
I look back at a lot of things I had to go through and go, whoa, was that your creation? Were you a dick? I look back at it and I go, hey, even if I, I vibrated with John at that point in time <clears throat> and I created that experience, it changed since then. So John's in the same headspace I am about how I feel about John and John feels about me. There's a, there's a deeper understanding now. I have a deeper understanding about John's experience. I have a deeper understanding about what's going on in John's life. Right? I have more care for John. A lot more love for John. A lot more understanding. But if you understand the ascension process and story, this has to change. Our reality cannot go that way where it's an egotistical money, money, money driven people into the ground reality. Right? It's the reason why I'm still over here just like do 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 do. And you know, in my life, look, let's be honest, like I have a lease until December. The whole world's already fouled against. <laughs> Right? We're all just trying, we're all just kicking it, right? Well, at least the ones who aren't fearing it, fearing anything. You no know, eviction coming. Out of your mind. I never saw that in this story. The only thing I saw in the story is we take over this this sucker. And a nonprofit pays for it and it becomes a part of the story forever. It gets turned into a place that'll house someone who can manage the things I have going on on the belt line, right? And just be a good place for somebody. See, I'm trying to align everything I do with, and it'll be in, in spurts where I'll have a year volunteer over here. And for a year, you get to live in the law for free, right? And all you have to do is go out and do the belt line things that we need done. It's a volunteer program, but I make sure somehow it personally teaches people how to go after what they love and dream about. Because, you know, if you give somebody just a rent-free environment for a year with, you know, minimum, minimum, and, you know, you can't expect people to be able to do this and work their butts off. But, you know, if you're doing something that's fun, you love, and I'm sorry, but being out in a belt line every day, it's, it's a blast. And just being out in my neighborhood every day on my bike is a blast. I really wanted to align to something, and I really feel like it's really coming exactly the way that I would love it to. You know, I miss community. I miss getting to know people. And there's a huge communities here in Georgia, like huge. Atlanta's like, but nobody knows anybody. Such a broken system right now. You know, I look back through my life, and I look back at the changes of social media, and I was a big part of that, and... You know, it is my reality, and I look where, yeah, we got antisocial. Oh, y'all like that one too, don't you? Antisocial. Yep, yep, yep. Right? I'm going to be antisocial really soon, rocking around my antisocial shirt that has a bullet going through my cell phone to give people the idea of, hey, you're being programmed, and it's a lot easier without the phone in your hand to disperse the program and to get over it. It's been an amazing ride, and 
I've taken so much content to the point that it's really pointless to take it anymore. <laughs> right? What can I tell you about law of attraction, manifestations, all of this? It's an alignment. And it has nothing to do with money. Nothing. If that's, you know, security is a biggie with me. Doing something I love and being secure is a real biggie with me. It doesn't, the universe knows the back end amount doesn't matter to me. At all. Doesn't matter. Now, if this reality is true, though, as we become better people, our experiences should be getting better as long as you're in line and it's not just to get better. Remember, at the end of the day, why do we want to be better? <laughs> right? Because doing it the old way sucked. Right? I didn't, I didn't enjoy hurting people. I didn't enjoy being hurt. Not at all. It gives you a whole new, a whole new respect for the word. When you realize who was hurting who, right? we are literally slicing our own wrist our entire life until the second we realize it and we throw the knife. Right? Like I look at this experience and yeah, the last two years have been e extremely confusing up and down, left to right, over, down, throughout some of the most detrimental times of my life where the old me would have lost his mind. I would have found myself jumping or with a gun or something would have bad transpired if I would let myself have still been in that, that poison mind of mine where I thought the entire world was out to get me. The government, the exes, the, I mean, my own family at times, like what the hell world was, no wonder, no wonder I broke. You can only create so much of a shit show before it's got to break. Because unfortunately, since you can't kill yourself and get anywhere, you're not going to go anywhere. Silly people. <laughs> Your reality just keeps going. You're just dealing with different... It's... Bleh. So you have to learn how to fall in love with life when you become very, very spiritual. And you, you do love just even the, the negatives and the show of it all. Like you really look at it and just love it all. And, you know, for me, I guess I'm experiencing my, my last sitcom. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I really want that group of people in my life that just want to go serve and sit about around a fire maybe at the end of a day and talk about what we can do next, you know, and not worry about anything else because we know the money's coming for food. We know the money's coming for everything, right? We don't have to worry about those things no more. I believe if you align yourself to those passions and purpose in your life, that your life can be very fulfilling, very purposeful, right? For me, I feel blessed to have the brain I do when it comes to ideas and business and all these things and knowing that if I wanted to drop the hammer, I could light the tires up and create money overnight. 
but I didn't choose to do that, right? When I got an investment, I didn't choose to do that, right? I chose to keep myself perfectly stuck in this. And I totally believe I did that for reasons, right? And it's okay. Because when you dance with the devil for 40 something years, what's a couple more years? When you're not afraid of the law, when you're not afraid of politics, when you know that none of these things can ever touch you as long as you don't apply any focus to them. Literally, the second you apply a thought or focus to something, it will start right now. I am telling you, I am seeing things manifest so quickly. So quickly. So just think about all the good. That's the reason why with the Mikeys and my experience, I have to say, yo, I love you, but I got to step out for a minute. I got to get back to my brain. I can't think about you no more. And throughout the buts and the what's and the everything that we go through with people when we're doing that, we still have to just be honest with yourself. If you're having a hard time controlling your thoughts around certain people, then that might be a good idea to just break that for now, right? For me, I find myself being that, that almost selfish guy, like, oh, why do I keep doing this for people? And why don't they just serve back? <laughs> why can't they like be like the old Eric who used to drink all the time? But yet he would overachieve so much. Right? No matter where I was, I'm telling you. Like I would cook you dinner every day. I would, like, these, these are things I did for my friends. If I borrowed money and you bailed me out of a situation, when I paid you back, I didn't just pay you back, then I gave you shit too. Like, I was that guy. Like, wow, thank you so much. I can't believe you did that. <laughs> right? Like, almost like I didn't deserve it in a way. And literally, with the behavior I used to carry, I didn't deserve it. And in my reality, it would have been better for me to at a child figure out, hey, this is jail. You don't want to go there again. But the problem is, and this is what parents don't realize, that we're locked in a mental hell. It's a false reality that we're locked into. So no matter, let's say mom and dad are, and it just, it can't work this way, but let's say mom and dad are really great people. And the kid's a hellion. It just, it doesn't work that way. If the parents are really great people, the kids have a really great experience. It's just that easy. Right? If the parents are leading everything with love, it's just that easy. You know, the parents aren't worried about certain things or just really creating experiences for their kids. These are the things we have to focus on, guys. You know, our children are the product of this. Our children are those who go on into this. I want to send my kids into an amazing experience, and I hope you do too. I believe that's what my podcast has been about from day one. I believe that security is coming. I believe that happy ending's already here. Because I believe that, you know, I broke all the codes and helped 100 million lives. Literally broke all the codes and helped 100 million lives. 
And the last code is just, it's here. It's perfect alignment in my mind of where I want my life to go. Finally, like have it balls to wall like in my head of what I want to transpire. And even though I have billion dollar ideas, which will transpire, there's ones I don't talk about. But, you know, at the end of the day, even if they didn't, I wouldn't care. Because that would still be me choosing. Right? I'm not here to choose anything. I'm here to be guided by God. I gave God my word that I would serve him in any which way, shape, or form he needed me to. No matter if that meant leaving this reality. I said that to my wife a long time ago. I said, I feel like this might get to a point where there might be a split with us and I might have to decide to go off to a different reality and leave, right? Now, I believe that the only way that happens is if you don't truly get it, if you don't stop and look at your reality and go, holy shit, even that part is still my creation and they're not getting out because I'm creating. It'll change your outlook. And I hope you'll be able to save your family. Right? Because I want my kids to grow up with two parents who are aware that love each other just as love. That's it. As love. Just two people loving each other as love for the common love of their Children, that's what's going to raise amazing adults out of my daughter and my son, not that old reality, that old version, right? Even my kids, even though they got to see the freedom life with dad, you know, they also got to see dad get very just emotional at times. The kids see me cry. The kids got me to get loud, like my kids got to see things, right, that I even didn't want them to experience. But that was a test. That was putting myself in the burner, like, look, full-time dad, coronavirus pandemic, kids, and proving to the world that, yo, you could still ride a bike every day and touch stuff and not use hand sanitizers, not wash your hands and never get sick. You know, I would love to say, hey, it's because I eat so healthy but yeah, I did that for the first year and now I've been experimenting with food. It's a belief. Everything's a belief. And I have the belief we can fly. It's over, guys. It's like 58 minutes. It's about to, it's all red and stuff in here. So I'm going to go. I have a day to get started. I have a lot of stuff to do with cameras and a lot of editing to do. And I got lives to change. So I'm going to change mine today. I don't know about you, but... It seems like a good day to do that. Over here, it's kind of cloudy, kind of windy. I love y'all. Peace.